testes. Testicle, testicle one. <laughs> testicle, testicle two. Oh, that looks like an interesting article. These are the glory days of music streaming, so enjoy them now. Uh-oh, that sounds ominous. Well, there's not not much music being made now that you'd want to listen to down the road, so good riddance. <laughs> yeah, it starts off with the first sentence in the articles. I can't remember the last time I pirated an album. <laughs> I'm no kidding. Yeah, who, that, who, why? Uh, yeah. Why would you want to? All right, we're live. I don't know if you know that. Welcome to the podcast. We are back from hiatus for spring break and some other shit. <laughs> and then some. And yeah. then some. Ron was in prison for a while. Just got out. <laughs> yeah, boy, is my butt tired. It's a hard, some hard time. Literally unfigured. Pun intended. <laughs> um, the it's episode thirty-four of Binge Watch Podcast. Mm, thirty-four. Thirty-four. Dirty thirty-four. Yep. Um, I'm Brian. You're Radical Ron. Yep. And we're off to the races. Well, that's it. Just you and me. Just you and Just me. the two of us building castles in the sky. Just the two of us. <laughs> you and I. Two dirty guys. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, everybody else was no shows today. Nobody Losers. Wanted, nobody wanted to come and join the fun today, so yep. we're going to. Thanks, Paul. Yeah. Spending thanks. time with your family and your kids. Yeah. Get your fucking priorities going straight. Going to amusement parks and stuff. You think you're going to do fun stuff instead of doing this? Come on. Loser. <laughs> oh, here is a big piece of news real quick. Yeah. You saw Twitter is going to stream NFL. Yeah. On Thursdays or some shit. Yeah. How does that com- company has like 800 bazillion users <laughs> and can't make a dollar? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't know how the NFL uh, Twitter streaming is going to really work, but all right. Here's an interesting article. Over 1.1 million people cut the cord in 2015. Yeah, I just saw that. 21% almost of households without cable. Good. Fuck cable. Right. They've I'm, been fucking us. Fuck them. I hope they all go out of business. I am this close to doing that because Verizon, has Fios, has sold us out to another company. They've sold out to... Oh. Um, Oh, what's the name of this company? Uh, I should because they're getting, getting while the getting's good. They're getting hate uh, all over the all over the place. Really, because what the, happened? They did the switch for April first. Friday, April first was the big switch. Didn't even know a thing about it. Until and it's some. It's not Uverse. It's something. It's some company. You don't even Frontier. Remember. Oh, never Fr- heard of Frontier Communications. Uh, yeah, they bought they bought Verizon customers in California, Texas, and Florida. Uh, and this like increases their customer base, like doubles their customer base, basically. Right. Uh, and they, um, but they didn't. Strangely enough, they sent you know Verizon customers like myself an email the day before. Oh, of course. <laughs> to my home email, to my Verizon email, which I never really hardly check at, at well, all. Well, did it say like I feel like this should be like, hey, we're selling you, fuck you. But however, this new <laughs> company is going to give you free cable for a couple months. Yeah, that would that would be nice. But, but no, nothing. N- none of that. And then and then when the switchover, what you were supposed to do, which I didn't, thank God I didn't do this, was they sent you in that e- that email they sent out the day before was, hey, you need to click here and switch all your stuff over. Like right now, I can't get into my home. Uh, I have a digital phone, home phone. I'm one of these stupid people that still has home phone landline for some reason. Does uh, it ever ring? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's mostly telemarketers. But, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it does ring. And anyway, so now I can't get the, I can't retrieve the messages. And I didn't know this. I didn't know why we're, I thought, okay, something Verizon, they reset everything or something, and I couldn't get So I, I stopped getting into my home phone uh, voicemail about a week before this. 
And then when I, when I saw the thing about selling to Frontier, I'm like, oh, I get it. They've sold it. It's part of the deal. And so now you got to set all that up through Frontier. Well, you're supposed to go in and switch all your stuff over to Frontier and basically does some type of switch then for your cable and your phone and your internet. It, it does you some type of switch where you, you're manually choosing to do it at a certain point in time whenever you, whenever you click the links and go in there and do it. Well, I didn't, well, I didn't do it, but a lot of people that did on that Friday, the April 1st, it overwhelmed their system, and then their customer service department didn't even have enough people to handle it. So they couldn't take all the calls. They basically, poor planning, they planned to fail, and they uh, couldn't couldn't handle it all. So basically, there's people out there that are down, they're, they don't have TV, they don't have internet, they don't have a uh, phone uh, for days. And like they said, oh, we're, we're probably not going to have this problem uh, fixed for another week or two. Mm. <laughs> So Good thank times. goodness I didn't do that mainly. So I'm basically now in a, in a wait and see mode. I'm waiting to when they kick me off, and then I've got to go go through the rigmarole of getting it set up. Yeah, I bet they extend that kicking off period, given yeah, that they well, don't want to piss off. A little butter, I'll be finding some other place. Another. To, I'll be going over to Time Warner Evil Zayar or somebody God. else. You know, that's well, probably my only option. Cut it, I'm at. cut it, cut it, Ron. I know I need to cut it. Netflix beats out all major networks in total viewership growth. That is amazing. But, you know, they, well, got, they, they got the great programming. I right? know. That's like the good shit's there. Like yep. mm-hmm. A&E competes, I think, with quality of programming. Um, some of the FX, I would say, is as good, you know. But yeah. in terms of like they can they can put whatever they want out for mm-hmm. as many genres and for kids, adults, teens, whatever the fuck, yep. plus all that stuff that's rolling off of the that they get a huge advantage, man. And if the big three don't figure out something, they're going to be up shit creek without a paddle. Yeah, yeah, right there. That number numbers tell all the story there that they beat out they beat out all the major <laughs> networks in growth. Okay, awesome. Ooh, Net, Netflix price increases are coming in. Most subscribers have no idea. Well, a lot of that was you know they what they was it a year or two ago they said they that announced everybody like that was seven ninety nine you're going to be kicked up two dollars to nine ninety nine right. and that's what it is the the end date of that was like right. was like May one or March or whatever it was not that know. big of a deal you're still yeah. getting a fucking steal at ten dollars a yeah, month yeah the reason you're raised by two bucks you know it's not a not a huge deal breaker there hey did you speak to netflix did you see that john stamos thing (laughs) yes (laughs) was that real or staged i think it's real i'm gonna play that later (laughs) that'll be the what we end this show with john stamos yeah but uh yeah i saw that and it looked great i just saw the video i didn't hear of course no wait a minute when did i see that did we see that on april 1st could have been an april fool's thing i don't know but yeah i took it as being being legit i don't know John Stamos like following him around, have a thing like a like a real Netflix reality deal. I don't know. I don't know what. Mm-hmm. It just looked like he was at the Netflix offices and freaking the fuck out and yelling <laughs> and screaming and shit. <laughs> that could have been could have been a goof. Yeah, he doesn't seem like that kind of guy, but maybe he is. We'll see. Best new movies are in TV show streaming on Amazon Prime Video in April. Oh, they're just kind of giving a read. A uh, recap of uh, stuff that they've picked up, like Veep season two, Catastrophe season two, some of the movie new movies they picked up, Big Lebowski stuff like that. Uh, it's nothing. Yeah, I haven't sad. seen that all. I need to go. I need to watch me some Lebowski. I haven't, I haven't seen it. Fibromyalgia. I was on the go. Oh, here's the. Oh, I'm seeing nothing on this Did screen. Did you ever screensaver? Yeah. 
Okay, well, that's that's too bad. I'm gonna cue this John Stamos thing up. I want to hear it. I haven't <laughs> seen it. But uh, yeah, Netflix is crushing them, crushing them. Um, him hugging Oprah. Said net. Said Netflix office. Fuck it. Whatever. All right. Uh, Punisher original Marvel series on Netflix, maybe so coming. Let's launch into Daredevil talk. All right. Well, you're you're gonna have to speak because I'm still I'm still burning through slowly but surely season one of Daredevil. It's awesome. I love it. Uh, so everything I disliked about season one, which there were only a few things, they have, in my view, totally fixed for season two. Yeah. Which <clears throat> I like the action. I like the actors. They, it's a the really long setup in season is, one, isn't it? I mean, it's a really long kind of origin story of him, you know. It is, and it really only finalizes in right here at the end of season two. He's got his all of his accoutrements and his suits finalized. Right. So it's too, really a two season setup. But the, I thought the action scenes, a lot of the action scenes, just went too long. The fight <laughs> scenes would just go on. Some of them are really brutally long. Yeah, long. And on. <laughs> like the one where he's uh, some of the fights where he's fighting his mentor stick, you know. Yeah. It's like, damn, how long are these dudes going to beat each other up I in, know. in his it, apartment? It's like fifteen <laughs> minutes, and so that would I found that to be very, very boring at times. Yeah, and I wanted to. I, I don't I, action it up, yes, yes, but don't make them ten minute fights, right? Um. So the the they, I think they've the fights are two to three or four minutes. Right, yeah. really, but the violence it goes through the roof yeah. in season two, and um, it's because Punisher is is in there. Great story, um, the way he's brought in, the way he's portrayed. It's the Punisher we've always wanted, awesome, and not the Punisher we've been given nineteen times right. that really super sucked. Yeah, the uh, the Dolph Lundgren version was first, and then. Uh what was the one? Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. And there's two. another one out there, too. I yeah, think. there was one that was like, what was that one? Punisher War Journal? I don't remember what that one was. Something. But it was, it was, it was, that guy actually was a little bit more Punisher like. He was an Italian dude, stocky, you know, big Italian dude that was more kind of like the Punisher, but it got really cartoony. It was really too, you know, he's fighting a dude that's like a Joker type of, type of character over the top, you know. Mm. Um, so what's his nuts that played Shane plays him. Right. And dude, he it's awesome. It's so violent. Like the or, the origin story is fairly consistent, right? The Punisher is the Punisher because of what happens to his family. Right. Yeah. But Frank Castle. Frank Castle. So John Bernthal is yeah. Shane from Walking Dead is playing the Punisher. So but unlike the other movies, he was he was a hardcore guy before that happened, right? He wasn't the sweet, loving family guy, and then suddenly he goes apeshit crazy. Yeah, what was he before? Was he military, in special or? forces, or yeah. something? And that's how they have him in Daredevil. He's yeah. he's a he's a former special forces guy. Family gets slaughtered, and he is fucking. <laughs> psycho dude and it's so awesome. fucking awesome to watch and it is as violent as the season one was season two is like times 10 every scene like there's several like they do a 
it, I think there's ten, and there's like uh, episodes, and there's like three or four that focus on the Punisher, and then that story kind of tails off, and then he comes back for the last three or four episodes. Three, it's probably three, three, and three, or something like that. Um, but those three episodes, when Elektra shows up, um, who I like, Elektra's character, it is the 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 girl that plays her is really, really super hot, and she plays her as I'm just super hot and everybody wants me. So it's a little bit like you see this yeah. gritty Punisher character, and then it is his person that he's dueling with, and it transitions to Elektra. There's a lot of backstory on them, and that bogged down for me a little bit. But she, now when the last three episodes are all fantastic, but Punisher comes back in the scene, and he's just going ape shit, and a fucking bodies are being stacked high it's so fucking good once you get done with season one you're gonna rip through season two you'll probably stay up till midnight every night it's tough man getting old now i'm like like one night you'll find this you'll find this humorous the night that ginger was um uh out of town um was last weekend she was visiting her grandmother for her 90th birthday and Scott's doing a sleepover at Girl Scout thing. Right. And so I, I got the night to my the house to myself. I'm going to like bring the big TV down in the family room and crank up the sound full volume. And I'm going to do a daredevil marathon. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I started watching. I watched one episode and I was going to get ready for the next one. And um, I was like, man, I'm getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, then about that, then I'm like, okay, wait a minute, I can, maybe I can power through this, you know. And about that time, then the phone rings, and it was the Girl, Girl Scout troop leader, and I gave her my name just in right. case, you know. And she's like, Scarlett's kind of freaking out; she wants to come home. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, I had to go pick her up and, and bring oh. her home. So then I had to shut all that down. Of course, I go get her, bring her home. I had to shut the shut the my TV system off. So then I then I'm like, okay, maybe I can watch it on my on my uh, uh, in the bedroom. And of course, then once I get on the bed, and it's just like you're out like a light. <laughs> sawing logs and waking up the next morning. It, it's know, good, man. Nine. Keep powering through it because season two, I have I powered through it. I watched it over the course of like three or four days. Yeah, episode and a half. About like if if I'm if it's one of my favorite shows, I can power through a couple episodes in a row. But episode yeah. episode and a half is kind of my limit now on most things. Yeah, at a time. Same here. Um. But you're gonna love it. The Punisher is. Oh, we've my, waited for 30 years for them to actually put the Punisher on screen. So. One of my favorite comics was so Punisher. Th- yeah, so they're talking about making his own series, um, yeah. which they should. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. So there's a petition start on Change.org to help signal to signal the demand, and uh, they're hoping what Netflix is taking notice that there's a lot They've of people, got to. A lot of people I mean, out there saying, "Hey, this, bring on the Punisher in his own show." Jessica Jones is only supposed to be one, one season. They're going to squish another season in there. And off of that, Luke Cage is getting his own Iron Man well, they, his own series. Well, they series. had planned one, ep, one season, two seasons of Daredevil, one season of Jessica Jones, one season of Power Man, and one season of the other dude. Iron Fist. Yeah. I think those are all... No, there's another girl. I can't remember her name that's into the Defenders. But anyway, that that was pretty much planned. But Jessica Jones was huge for them. Yeah. And so they the because it's really freaking good. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the producer of Jessica Jones, he went to her and she said, "There's just no way the production schedule is too tight. We can't fit another season in." But I think Netflix 
gather a big pile of money together. <laughs> right. got, Figure it out, woman. <laughs> got everybody oh, okay. back together. You know, got the band back together. Right. Um, With enough money, all anything is possible. But I mean, they could as long as the quality stays high on these, they could do years and years. Of oh stuff. yeah, yeah. Because well, um, there's a lot of stuff to come out. A lot of um, on the Marvel side, there's just tons of stuff that they could do. Yeah, I would love to see a cable series. Although that would be very, you know, special effects intensive. Mm-hmm. Um, just some of those characters that aren't the mainstream Avengers type characters. Yeah. They could do them for days. Yeah, and those, you know, you could even do those main, main the big Air Avenger characters in their own shows like that. But the problem is, you know, the, the stars you've got lined up now to do those movies, they're going to want too much money to, to do TV for Yeah, them, they're never, know. and it takes too long. They'll never, yeah. they'll never do that. Yeah. And your and your quality might suffer a little bit. It's hard, you know. It's easy to do Jessica Jones because um, she's just strong, know, and Luke Cage stuff like that. You know, it's not that hard to do. You Daredevil to a degree, but you know, freaking Iron Man. How are you gonna like <laughs> do the do the effects needed to do yeah. that right? You know, in a TV show. I'm a little worried about the the new Avengers movie. It looks super cool. I, I'm worried about Spider Man being in there. Who oh, I love, yeah. I love Spider Man, but I have hated he's, every one of the movies. I, you know, and and the thing is, you know, he was he's in well, the reason they're doing that, of course, because he's in the Infinity Wars, Infinity right. Gauntlet. You know, right? So he's part of that deal. So well, you they're, have and to they're have trying him. to relaunch that. That that last movie, I think, struggled pretty hard. Yeah. Um. So I get it, but I just don't like the teen. Like my favorite, what was the. The Misery series or Torment, maybe it was called Torment. I mean, there's so many good Spider-Man things out there, but they just keep rolling out another teen after another teen. And yeah. At some point, can't he grow up a little bit? Right. Can it be Spider-Man? <laughs> no, spider, spider teenager or whatever you call him. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, it looks super cool, though, man. It's going to be uh, Civil War is going to be dark, dark, dark. The Captain America. Yeah. Captain um, and... Uh, Tennille. Uh, what's his name? Uh, what's his friend's name? Bank? War Machine? Well, no. Uh, Captain America's... Bucky? Uh, Bucky, yeah. Bucky. The Winter the, Soldier? The Winter Soldier. He's a badass. Yeah. It looks cool as shit, man. Of course, you know, it's like that. I'm like, why is Vision lining up with uh, Iron Man and War Machine? And and then... But on the other side, it's like um, Scarlet Witch and Hawkeye mm-hmm. with Captain America and... and Winter Soldier and and Doctor Strange is coming. I love yeah. all this stuff. And freaking, um, you seen the? I've seen some shots uh, in costume and everything. What's his name? Cumberbatch looks right. looks good. As he looks Strange. awesome, man. Yeah. And I thought that was one when they announced it. Doctor Strange is one of my favorite, especially one of my favorite of the ones you, that the general populace has has never heard of. Yeah. Um, and I was like. Mm. Man, this could be bad. But I, I love him. Yeah, and I love the look of how he looks in the costume. Yeah, he looks he looks spot on. The the, the comic of. Doctor did you Strange. see? Speaking of, did you have you seen Dawn of Justice? Dawn. Oh, Superman uh, yeah. Batman. No, uh-uh. have you? Yeah, you I did. The, you I took the girls. The, to see the girls. It? It's really dark, and Chloe was just. She's like, I can handle it, Dad, and she had no issues at all. Yeah, um, and she was so pumped after it. Oh yeah, she loves Wonder Woman, and Wonder Woman in the DC universe is as strong as uh, as Superman. So when she comes in, dude, she's 
ass, she's kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> yeah. So that was, I thought that was super and there's cool. A, in the movie, there's a brief introduction of Aquaman? Yeah, like 10 or 15 seconds. Yeah. Which, that's why they it, the cat was out of the bag that he had been cast. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's going to be in this movie anyway. Right. So, um, it will be interesting, and he's got a solo movie coming. Mm-hmm. It will be interesting to see when that, that move, big movie that they're building up to. Although, I had, and it had on Rotten Tomatoes, it was... 30 percent had heard some bad feedback on it but i i thought it was okay yeah i mean it wasn't it didn't blow me away just like the last avengers movie ultron i mean it was just yeah. cool to see vision and all that stuff happen yeah but i wasn't going oh this is the best movie ever right yeah. and, and and it was along the lines i thought of of that i mean it's but I thought Ben Affleck did fine. You know what's his name? Cavell, Cavell, Henry, he, Henry Cavill. Yeah, I mean he's a square jaw guy. He's not. Yeah, he's a good looking dude. You know, he can, he's, he's not got the, he's there got the right for the actor. For it, you yeah. know, and he's a decent actor. He's not yeah, like he's, he's great. He's okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and and it's not like anybody that's played Superman has been like Oscar worthy, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, in in that role. But you know, I've heard a lot of a lot of good feedback. A lot of people saying that you know. They were like really down on Ben Affleck being Batman. They're like, "Damn, dude, did a really good job." He did awesome, yeah. and all the 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 costume is the costume, the Frank Miller costume from The right. Dark Knight. Right. So that was super cool. Yeah, the way he moved and used his grappling hooks to fight. He's fighting people way more powerful. How he is in in you know if you re if you. Follow the comics. I mean, Batman just isn't. Hey, I'm in. This is the way he's always been portrayed in the movies. I got a cool car. I got a cool motorcycle, and I just beat the hell out of people. Yeah, he's always been the underdog in most of the fights because he has no superpowers. So right. he has to use his brain. He has to think through right. things. Right, uses technology and all that. Yeah. yeah, the technology, and he had a super suit and all this the stuff he had to do to to fight Superman there. So I I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. I didn't. There was one or two things I was like, eh, you know. Yeah. Um, but the final the final battle, and uh, was like ten minutes long, and Wonder Woman was kicking ass, and literally Chloe was just so fucking pumped <laughs> afterwards. Right. She was just jumping up and down, straight up and down, all the way to the car. That yeah. was awesome. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> cool. So I thought it was good. It is dark though. Yeah. And I yeah. don't know how Scarlet reacts. Well, you know, she, we watched. You know, we all watched. She saw the Man of Steel, so which is a darker, you know, take on Superman. This is you know? way darker, even darker, so yeah. more so. Yeah, yeah, about another half again dark. Yeah, there's like Batman is now killing people, and there's death and destruction everywhere. Right. Lex Luthor, who's played by whatever that guy is from the Social Jamie Network, Jamie Eisenberg. Yeah. Um, he did fine. Yeah. Like, I was really, like... I read a few mm. reviews saying, yeah, he's kind of... It's, yeah, it's he's a, little a little cringy. Weak, yeah, yeah, a little weak, yeah. And I think it, I've read a lot, too, that they loved him because he does bring a lot of weirdness to the role. Yeah. Where Lex Luthor's always been so straight ahead of... So, here, I'm, I'm done with Superman movies. I don't need Lex Luthor in them anymore. He <laughs> actually fought other people. Yeah. And with... Um, Spider-Man, I don't need to see Green Goblin again. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I know that's Spider-Man's move main on. nemesis, but yeah, let's move on. Move on. And um, D- uh, Doomsday, the the guy that they fight. Right, the Zod super cool. Re- recreation. Yeah. <laughs> um, his superpowers were badass, and it was I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. And I'll watch it again cool. when it comes back out. Yeah. 
we'll go see that next week or two. All right, moving right along. Archer, you got to catch up on it. Season five is super funny, and season six is they're going off in another direction. So <laughs> yeah, season six is now now that season seven is out on um, out on FX. Uh, the they've now released season six to Netflix. That's what I was waiting for. I was like, okay. You know, I don't want to go out and buy it. It's or, twenty minutes in an hour. You can go through four of them. There's only like eleven. A I season. know, and they're hilarious. So I want to, I want to blaze through season six before I start watching what I'm recording for season yeah. seven. Season six is awesome because they're trying to raise the kid while being super spies and shit. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is uh, yeah, this is uh, what's her name's baby. Yep. Yeah. So that's cool. So watch <laughs> it. Um, I'm watching. I I'm. I'm watching everyone after it comes out. <laughs> love the, love the the trailers and stuff they've been doing for, uh, for the new season of Archer. You know, where is it the Bart Reynolds one? No, it's uh, Magna PI. Yeah. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. That that by the way is awesome. I don't know if we've mentioned that before, but the the trailer for the season seven was a shot for shot remake of the Magnum PI uh, series open. And it was just, you know, instead of Magnum PI, it says Archer, and then it, but it's all, it's the same font. Every shot is, you know, the same TC's helicopter, you know, uh, Pam's um, playing, um, who was, Rick, Rick, Rick. Rick. TJ was played by, um, oh, yeah, yeah. uh, What's her name? Um, Lana. Yeah. (laughs) That's TJ's, (laughs) Lana's playing TJ. I mean, uh, yeah. And, um, of course, Archer's Magnum. Higgins is, um, the accountant guy, yeah, whatever the fuck his name is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's 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 really really well done. But well, you'll you'll like season six and season seven so far. The couple of episodes I've seen, yeah, pretty, pretty damn funny. Yeah, I get Ginger on board with this. Good luck. Well, <laughs> yeah, and then Amy says it's her and Paul's one of their favorite. I shows. Know, one of her favorite shows. So that has a lot of weight, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. I know. Yeah, and it's easy, you know. You know, it's that's one of the things. We liked about baskets was it was a uh, it's a thirty minute show which is twenty two minutes. Are you guys still watching baskets? We are still watching baskets. Still liking it. We watched. We had actually showed because Amy never seen it. So while she was here this last week, we uh, we showed her uh, an episode of baskets. And it wasn't one of the strongest ones, but she thought she liked it. She thought it was funny. Uh, it wasn't you know the the episode we happened to see was where he run, goes off with um, his boss from the rodeo, the old man crazy old man uh-huh <laughs> he goes off he thinks he's going off to kill this other rodeo clown that screwed up the rodeo while uh, baskets was away and it's it's you know, you know hilarity ensues then but uh um, i've only seen the first two episodes it yeah was, it was it gets better as you go so so enough that i can't work it in the rotation right it, it gets better as you go but yeah it, it is now the whole show you're if you're off on you're out on you know, man, dude is a dude. Dude's life is so messed up; it's like a kick in the nuts every time. That's pretty much the premise of this: is that that it's a hard kick in the nuts every time this dude gets in some situation because it's just he's living the downer life, you know. But but uh, again, there's a lot of humor there to be mined, and and they do they do it quite well. And freaking Louis uh, Louis Anderson. You know, he is so phenomenally good as his mom. It's unbelievable. So that's part of it. I think he's a star show to me. <clears throat> like the first two episodes, I was rolling the whole time he was on screen. And I was giggling the rest of the time. 
and cringing that this guy's life is so fucking bad. <laughs> right. And then Louie was just awesome. Yeah. After the five minutes of me going, who the fuck is that? <laughs> right. And finally figuring it out. Yeah, he knocks it out of the park every episode that he's, he's um, he just chews up the screen as, as his mom, so. All right, so 11, 62, 84, 11, 20, whatever. Um, 11, 22, 63. Yes. <coughs> on Hulu. So, uh, you're still watching? I got to freaking finish that thing before we start so I can get out my Hulu subscription. <laughs> I'm, I'm dragging it out. It's costing me It's going to cost more. you $80 to watch that <laughs> one, Watch one damn show on Hulu. <laughs> so I'm, I'm uh, like halfway through. They were about that same way. We're on episode six, I think. Good. Six or six. It's not yeah. compelling. I'm, I'm so glad. Like that whole like side trip thing really annoyed me. I really wanted this to be about totally about the jfk thing and now right. that i got back on that um and i think the last time i don't know that i've watched an episode since the last time we talked about it yeah uh we've been off of it for quite a while too you know like i told you the other day i'm like what what we've like I've forgotten about 11 uh well again with all the stuff she's been out of town we had friends in out in, friends from out of town in and other things so yeah it's just been you know busy excuses so, I know but we'll get back on it and, and there's only I think I think the whole show is eight episodes so I think we've only got either two or three wow right? it must end really abrupt, abruptly then yeah you would think it'd go longer than that I think I'm yeah. five episodes in and I, it feels like it's got well you know it's seasons not, to go you know we're not getting to the JFK assassination I know, you know it's not gonna, not gonna happen to season one you know. <laughs> well is it multi-season I thought it was just a miniseries still I, I don't know I don't know we'll see it's just a they're just doing the book yeah I think. Yeah. I thought it was a one and done. Well, we'll see. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I'm only. I, I swear I can't remember where we are. If we're on five or six, if we're, I think we're on two watch. I think we're two watch season or episode five. Yeah, it's just done as one season. Three more to go. I think it's done. I think yeah. the, the book's supposed to be done. That's what we watch. You know, there's a lot of love story of him with the. You know the school teacher counselor. Yeah, but have you is. have you did you watch the episode where what's his nuts comes in? Her husband, her ex. No, uh, Lee Harvey. Yeah, Lee Harvey's in there. Yeah, so far, yeah. yeah. They're they're monitoring his apartment with. Uh, and his, where he tried to kill the guy. I mean, they're already to the point where he tried to kill the general guy. Right, General. What? I can't remember his name. Joe Wright or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know who the fuck his name is. <laughs> Bob Mills. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's 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 okay. Like, I'll, I'll see it through. It's, you know, again, it's only eight episodes, so it's not a big deal. But yeah, yeah. I wish you were watching House of Cards, dude. We we it need to get on that. Such yeah. an intense show. So this is season one, and I just came out four. Uh, four. Yeah, it just ended. And dude, I could look at Robin Wright Penn all day long, every day. <laughs> she's she's an attractive lady. Oh my gosh, I like her. Um, well, not in that in the blondes, but she's all right. But it's a great like. Do you watch the first? Uh, you have you seen season one? I have not seen a single episode of House oh. of Cards. So, I mean, just in general, the Kevin Spacey's character is a is the minority whip when they. Season one starts and he works his way. He's very devious and um, flicks everybody over and uses people and gets into the vice president role. Then he f- finds a way to work himself into president. Now that he's president, he is 
run amok, um, <laughs> appointed his wife as the uh, ambassador to the UN. Oh, wow. Got a bunch of stuff going with Russia, is in serious trouble. Like all his enemies are rallying to come get him, and it ends. Season the season ends with, uh, how's he gonna get himself out of the fire? And right. they've decided, and and rather than going the hey we're gonna resign, and just go you know away embarrassment, they're going to turn the change the story and basically take the world into war. Uh-uh. Is their plan? We'll yeah. cause such a fucking deal that they can't come and get us because we'll be too <laughs> engaged in all this other other mess. Nice. Um, Foreshadowing the Trump presidency. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. So it'll be interesting to see where they take it. But it, ugh, it was just greatness. Um, and it's the cast, top to bottom, is is really really good. Um, man. Yeah, that's a good show, and and I got kind of hung up on the first episode of season three, and I just did not like it, and I sat out, and then but then, you, then, then it got good after uh, season yeah, three got it, better. Season three got better. Season three was okay. Season four was super cool, really entertaining. It's so you know if you think if politics really works this way no wonder we're so fucked up right. mm-hmm. you know it's, so it's got that aspect to it and then it's got the characters the, these are characters they're the bad guys and you're kind of rooting for them right. you know what I mean like yeah. how do they get out of it this time kind of thing yeah kind of, um, kind of what devious tricks do they you know do to to stay in power where so, your your hero your protagonist is not really a hero they're the bad guy but that, that's all you got that's <laughs> in right. the show that's all you got <laughs> So you're one episode away from o- OJ being yep. done. Yep, we uh, we've got the finale, the verdict. The verdict, I think, is the name of the episode. Yep, it is. It know. is. Uh, but yeah, wow, it's still still phenomenally good. I th- I'm thoroughly entertained. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think really the in terms of acting and there's and and, and having a compelling storyline, I really like whoever the actress name is that's playing Marsha. Marsha Clark, yeah, uh, Sarah Paulson, or his name was Sarah Paulson. Robert Paulson. <laughs> um, she's done fantastic. Right. But who I really, really like is the guy that's playing Chris Darden. Yes, he is good. Yeah, yeah man. he's very good. And wow, what a rock and a hard place Chris Darden was caught caught in. Oh, kidding? You know, yeah. I mean, the one we just watched was the one before the finale, and it's where they're. Um, yeah, they both apologize based to each other because they've screwed the pooch. You know, he did the glove thing that screwed it up, and then she did the Colin Furman. You know, the whole that she, the whole this episode, the episode we just watched was the whole Furman deal coming and crashing. If her decision down. making was eighty percent accurate. She was way too overconfident from the beginning, and mm-hmm. that's why they lost. Yeah, her overconfidence and. Just writing everything off. We got this. He's like, "Don't call Furman. No, it's fine. He's yeah. the blah blah blah." Yeah, he's okay. like, "You wanted a, what was this, the this line? You wanted a black dunk. face, not a black voice in here. Right. You, you didn't listen to me when I told you mm, this guy is trouble. Don't don't." But call he him. the the glove thing, and especially if that's the way it happened, he just spontaneously did it in court. Right. They kind of they kind of pushed him into it. They kind of egged yeah. him on to, to take the bait, and he did. Right. You know. 
Um, and wow, what if that that's if that's the way the defense played, they played it masterfully. Yeah. Well, I think this is what I think, and I, I'm sure, like, I'm sure there are people that will still say to this day that OJ didn't do it. If you're an African American, but the motherfucker <laughs> wrote a book. Hey, I didn't do it, but if I'd have yeah. done it, if I did it, this is how I did it. He's been convicted um, in civil court of it. Uh, whatever they, I don't think they find you guilty in civil court. They just side against you. Whatever the yeah, terminology the, the, is, uh, it doesn't have to be beyond a reasonable doubt. It just it's has the to preponderance, be the preponderance of evidence. evidence. Yeah, but right. I, there's which, another term for <laughs> which it. There was right. Know, plenty of evidence to convict him in yeah. civil court. Yeah, and I mean the DNA thing, and and that's why what's his nuts, uh, the skunk boy, his his buddy, the Kardashian guy, yeah. was. One in one point nine billion, really? Right, where <laughs> he's like, you. he's like, he fucking did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, and I get that that was it's you know the it's a social commentary at the time, and they really hammer that home at the end of that episode, the yeah. verdict. Yeah, they show all the reaction videos from all over the the, the country. Yeah, and I remember I was at work watching it on TV when they announced it, and uh, so that was super interesting. But I I think. Like down the road, like obviously, and I can't. No, you'll Darden's got a fantastic line at the end of uh, or the middle after the verdict comes out. Yeah. Um. Or maybe it was in that one, but he says to Johnny Cocker, and he says, "I get it. I get the irony. He's going to be the first person to ever not be convicted because he's black." Right. (laughs) You know, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it was uh, super compelling. I I thought it would be very very so so, but I thoroughly start oh, to finish enjoyed it. Outstandingly well done. Yes, you know, in every and, in every aspect of. It. And kudos if if really, uh, and I wonder if maybe too, True Detective is a driver for that. But kudos to uh, um, John Travolta if he. I know he's a producer. Yeah, but if he was a big part of bringing that to the screen. It's 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 super yeah. cool. Yeah, and they and they got an all star, you know, good actors to do play all these roles, and they played them well. I mean, even even freaking David Swimmer, you know, he's not the not not the great. He redeems actor. himself in the last couple of episodes. Yeah, acting, but you know, he's he's, he's he he does well, and uh, freaking the guy who plays uh, Edo is 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 good. Uh, Kenneth Chow Choi. Uh, and what a but Dar- how uh, weird Darden is, that? is Sterling K. Brown, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that guy's phenomenal. Yeah, I hope, I hope he does gets a lot of really good stuff. I thought he was super intense. He he nailed Darden. I mean, just mannerisms mm-hmm. like when they show Darden, and I went back and watched a bunch of the real videos, and yeah, he he is channeling Chris Darden. Um, you know, in in uh, Marsha Clark made a lot of money after that. Did you realize that her, and I didn't realize this, but her book deal that she signed after that was done was the biggest book deal that was ever done up oh, to really? that point? No, uh-uh. mm-hmm. I'm sure it's much bigger now. Oh, yeah, since then, yeah. But it was the biggest book deal in, in the history of books up until that point. Wow. How crazy is that? Good for her because, you know, that was that was his first, her being really a prosec- yeah. prosecutor. <laughs> yeah, yeah she was, she, they both immediately resigned, but... 
Uh, Darden went on. He's a he's at a uh, a college now. He's a law professor at a college. Well, he has uh, he was, but yeah. he has uh, his own law firm. He yeah. has had for Darden and yeah. Associates for quite some time. Yeah, but uh, yeah, why would you not? I mean, you got the name recognition instantly. Yeah. You know, yeah, she made a ton of money off of it. Yeah, um, she's she was a host of a bunch of TV shows, mm-hmm. a well, huge a book deal, legal analyst, and all that. But you know, she had to go through the hell of. Yeah. Have everything to get there, man. <laughs> right. Yeah. All those people just never dreamed of, yeah. you know. I thought the episode that it was really it was really interesting was and I never really knew this was the whole almost the jury revolt, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but how what were they in there like 9 months? Yeah, yeah. They you know signed up for possibly as long as 2 months, you know. Two or three, and they're there for almost a whole freaking year. You yeah, know? and then all this fucking the back and forth where they're kicking people off the jury. <laughs> yeah, going back. Yeah, they anytime they can get one off that they think is going to vote the other way, you know, against them or for them, you they know. get the demon on there. <laughs> right. Yeah, that was that was genius. And they get down like we're going to run out of jurors and it's going to be a mistrial. You know, that this it's it's freaky how. That that was so close to a mistrial so many times, so many times, you know, the whole thing about, you know, Ido possibly having to recuse himself because uh, Furman said all this stuff about his Ido's wife, who was a top ranking police officer in the LAPD. And she had also played a hand in um, him getting, there's something in there, she played a hand in him getting the, being the adjudicator or something like that. Right, where it looked like there was favoritism of of getting him to be picked for the trial and all that, you know. So, yeah, it was... It was so a, close, and I don't know. I mean, it was dastardly web. <laughs> you know, Ido did the smart thing of saying, "All right, I'm going to let the judge decide whether whether I should keep right. keep hearing this or what we do with." And then I'll then I'll, once then if he okay's it, thinks it's all right, <laughs> then I'll make a decision on the Furman tapes. You know, and then he only let in of all that stuff. You know, he only let in the stuff that basically showed that he was lying when he never said the n word. Right, and yeah, which was probably the right thing to do yeah and then the prosecution's hands were tied because if it looked like if the appearance was that they were pushing for a mistrial then they could that would cause the trigger double jeopardy right so they just had to let things ride and and see where where it all landed yeah what a bizarre system our legal system is (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. and that was also the early days of dna you know nowadays you know that dna would carry so much more weight with people you know, right. Um, that they would be like, well, there's no other possibility that it could be anybody. Yeah, else. and they make <laughs> and, the, and and Barry Sheck plays a very minor role in the in the deal. But the one thing that they do <clears throat> utilize his character is to get the audience that's watching now to understand that DNA back then, like now, everybody gets DNA, knows what it is, knows right. the possibilities of like it's fucking you. Yeah. Um, now then, it was just too new. You know. Right. <clears throat> the um. So they utilize his character to to give you that nobody knows anything about DNA. Well, right. we'll just pull the wool over their eye on all this because they don't know about it anyway. Yeah. What I didn't know until they ran the final credits was that he Barry Sheck founded the Innocence Project. Huh? I did not know that, yeah. and which I I read their stuff and and with the. Uh, Adnan Saeed podcast and undisclosed. I mean, they talk about the Innocence Project all the time, and the Innocence Project, I believe, is the pro- is the one that got the Make It a Murderer guy off mm-hmm. or out initially. Right. Yeah. Um, but that was all Barry Sheck. He founded that twenty. Huh. I think it says twenty people have been removed from death row 
via the Innocence Project. Yeah. But that, well, a lot, and probably much more than that, just freed from prison, long-term prison sentences because of because of that. You know, I was due the other day. that was let out for he'd been in prison for for twenty five years, uh, wrongly convicted, DNA evidence basically exonerated him, showing that he, he couldn't have done it. He's not the not the not the yeah, guy. Excluded. You know, excluded him from possibility, and it's like, damn, dude, just spent. 25 years behind bars for something he didn't do. Yeah. You know, now all these people that do, they do get convicted. They have some, they're not like angels. They've got some minor records, you know, or some records where they are fit that profile. They are picked up or whatever. You know, a lot of them do, a lot of them have some backgrounds, but nothing, not the crime that they're sent away for, you know. Right. And I think that the people, the prosecutors in the system, they feel like on the other side of that, that, I'm not. I might not have the right guy, but I got the guy that needs to go to. I got a guy that needs right. to go to jail yeah. or go away. So I think that's how a lot of that justification. Oh yeah, happens. for sure. Yeah, a lot of those guys are just like, well, you know, if he didn't do this one, he was, he's bound to do something else. So let's just go put him in jail for All right. a long time. So <laughs> Orphan Black's coming back. Yeah, this week Thursday Woo! night it starts. Um, and there is a little four-minute uh, preview out there, a little uh, Beth Child-centric uh, preview out there. I have to check that out. I haven't seen it. It's, uh, it's, it's interesting. I'm pumped. In a couple weeks? Uh, let's see. I think it starts this Thursday. I think it's I think it's this week. Because on the preview that I saw that we recorded, I uh, recorded off of uh, BBC America uh, channel, it said uh, Thursday. And this was recorded Saturday night. Uh, so let me double, double awesome. check. While you look that up, there's another show that somehow got picked up. Some other, A crappy show that somehow got picked up for another season called Fear the Walking Dead. Um, so I am going to watch just to see if it's as much of a train wreck as the first season. Again, I feel like this season, when we can definitely transition to a Walking Dead talk because we're 45 minutes in, but the juxtaposition on how good this season of The Walking Dead was versus the terribleness of fear that I feel like is about to be around the corner. <laughs> I, I I think, speaking of fear, fear starts tonight. Fear the Walking Dead season two starts I do starts fear tonight. it. I do fear it. <laughs> but... Uh, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna give another give it a chance. I think that this the, it, it's gonna kick into high gear and it's gonna be the show that we should have got more or better. I think they've I think they've heard some of the hopefully heard some of the feedback, some of the some of the problems, and okay, we spent too long developing this and we setting it all up and we set it up wrong. But I think it's gonna go Gonzo out of the gate from from this episode on here. You really two. feel so? Yeah. God, I hope so. Now that doesn't necessarily mean that we we the characters are are any better. (laughs) You know, we still got we still got those same schmucks. uh, I'm much more in if the first five minutes of tonight's episode is dude getting eaten, the dad getting eaten, (laughs) the dad and the and the druggie uh, kid. I think the heroin addict kid. I think I could turn the corner on this. Well, I did see in the preview shots that the druggy kid is all covered in blood, but I don't. I don't think it's. I hope uh, it's his own. Oh, please, I hope it's his own. Uh, I think it's probably zombie blood, but but there's. Um, did you? You didn't probably watch this because this was on shown on. Uh, I don't know. It was either. I'm, I'm sure they put it on the web too, but it was shown in between commercial breaks on The Walking Dead on AMC. The flight, whatever it was, flight four sixty two. 
and it was basically basically telling a little mini story yep. of uh, of an air fl- airplane full of people, and one of the person has the zombie whatever and dies on the plane and turns, and then it it starts to ripped s- from the headlines from uh, the Brad Pitt zombie movie. Right, right. Uh, what was that? Uh, Z Nation. Z Nation. No. Z Nation. Is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah, Z Nation. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of like that, but of course, in Z Nation, they turn. It's not like the Walking Dead uh, world where they turn slowly. In Z Nation, it's like bam. They, it's and they're crazy Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And they're fast moving. They're crazy. It's kind of like the, the the remake of Dawn of the Dead, fast moving, instant turns, or or, or like when they. Um, or 28 days later, you know, they yeah. get infected with uh, the virus and bam, you know, it instantly takes them over. But, um, so in this one, Which they they'd actually movie, die. I really liked that. I'm going to go back and watch it. 28 days, 20 yeah. days, and 28 days later, yeah. Uh, and then 20, yeah. 28 weeks later. 28 weeks later. 28 days and then later and then 28 weeks later, yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so on the plane, the dude, you know, one of the, character, one of the people dies and then he, you know, after, I don't know, whatever, an hour, boom, he, 30 minutes later, he, he starts to want to come up and eat people. But, uh, so yeah, that, but the, what they're doing with that sh- the show is they show the plane, the very last little mini episodes, they show the plane flying into supposedly LAX because they show a shot of druggy kid when he's walking between the houses looking to break into another house and get some drugs, <laughs> get some, get something, uh, to help his hot, get him, get him. Oh, fix. and this is a story of how I got to LA. Right. And then, but supposedly that the people on that plane, the, they're featured the main characters of that little mini show, mini webisodes or whatever. They're going to integrate them into the, uh, into the fear of the walking dead cast at some point. This I season. hope so. I, and I feel like, if anything in season two that they can do, other than the violence has to be there, it's a fucking zombie show. Right. Quit pussying around. Yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's going to be there episode one. It's the exact opposite of how The Walking Dead start. Walking Dead is the kill a girl, a little girl, <laughs> right. 20 seconds in, man. Right. Mm-hmm. Stop, stop being pussies. Reboot the cast. I mean, they need to add seven strong characters. Dad's got to die. Druggy <laughs> kid's got to die. Um, the shit's got to really start happening. Or like, if it's as boring as I found the first season, I'll yeah. never make it through season two. Yeah, I, I my question. We we voiced this many times on the earlier podcasts of what the problem with Fear the Walking Dead. My my thing was it was just set up horribly wrong it was too slow too did not you know and you know they didn't get the whole this is a, a zombie apocalypse this is this is what's actually happening they didn't get any of that didn't so the viewers that we and especially those of us have now we're so seven, primed we know what's going on right Let's do this. so it's a frustrating thing as a viewer to watch that of like dude that person is turning into a zombie you know and, and don't just sit there and go oh, what, what this person is sick <laughs> aggravating so and then just this whole story, I was so majorly disappointed in the whole. Okay, we're showing a zombie outbreak, uh, zombie apocalypse happening in a major metropolitan urban city, the big one, like a mid city in the, in the in the United States, Los Angeles, and yet it was just so small scale and so. And they pump, that's what they pumped it up, like yeah. you know, Walking Dead's been out in the woods. This is urban and blah blah. Yeah, and there's one riot scene, and then it's like. Six months later. Well, it was just the way it was shot. The way I mean, I know they didn't have unlimited budget. Okay, fine, but you could have pumped a little bit more money into it and done some little bit better CGI and done some big shots of craziness and and an outbreak going on in, in the city. I don't get the doing it low budget thing. 
Yeah, they're, they're printing money over there. <laughs> right. Yeah. This is yeah. Okay. This is a second. This is a spinoff. But do it right for God's sake. You know, don't wait yeah. for the money to, or the viewers to come to you. Do it right out of the gate, and you'll be there. You know? Don't be horrible. So, the Walking Dead proper second half of this season. Let's do a wrap up. Yeah. Good, bad, sucked, and different. Oh, I, I think it was awesome. I think I think you know while there were maybe a uh, you know a few minor things, I had a uh, couple of heavy sighs in there. But. Yeah, yeah. I, we'll talk about one. I know for sure we're probably both on board with here. Um, but uh, all, all in all, I thought it was fantastic. I thought I thought it was. I really thought great. it's the best work they've done since season one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, uh, maybe they, maybe ever. You know, yeah. it was this this second half. Uh, the B, I guess the B side of season six here was super strong. Uh, the only thing that bothered me was into that. Well, so the I thought it was a perfect balance of the emotionality they had in season one with the now it's a world of ultra violence. I thought they did that really, really well. Yeah. But yeah, so what bumped you? Uh, the whole Carol. Yes. Can't find herself. Whatever. So it, it, it I, came I, dangerously <laughs> close to the opening or the ads for The Walking Dead should be, hey, tune in this week to see who's captured and who can't kill anymore. Right. Like, you can't, that, that's, a yeah. dead, that's becoming a dead horse to me. Yeah. Yeah, and don't take one of the strongest, coolest characters uh. in the entire show and make her into this sniveling, you know, weak, weak woman. She's so that, aggravating. She had that great transformation over the first three seasons of coming from this this you know weak you know uh, wife who was abused and beaten by her husband uh, to a super strong you know I will survive at any cost I'll do what it takes to protect the people around me me and the people around me you know I'll kill or draw at a moment's notice if that's what what the situation calls for into this someone oh I just can't do this anymore I can't kill anymore and I don't think that's something that once like I, you could lose your mind like they would all be suffering from PTSD oh, sure. right yeah. and going halfway insane I mean it is a, an insane play, thing that they where right. they live but I don't think that you go through the crucible that you're just talking about and you're molded into this hardcore killing machine right. and then all of a sudden I'm you know, can't do it. I'm I'm who am I was before this all happened. I'm a sniveling, crying. Yeah. I just that I that it was it felt forced and fake to me. Yeah. And I sighed every single time. <laughs> the two instances of her did. hyperventilating, you know, one where she's, you know, it was captured See, by See, I the, thought that was she was it was a ruse. I thought it was too. I thought it was like okay, but she's no, just she's acting, freaking out. You know. I mean she's still you know right. woman's up basically and 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 overcomes. Don't make, don't make me do this. In the same way with the guys on the road, the the you know the uh savior she met in the pickup truck, you know, that blew her tire out, you know, but still, you know, like come on. Really? Come on. You know, Ginger's like when is Strong Carol coming back? <laughs> I, and it's almost like Please. they spent seasons and seasons with her story arc and getting her to where she was, and now they're going to go back and ruin it? Yeah. Like, that's why the Carol's Cookies was so awesome, The all the T-shirts and everything you saw everybody wearing. <laughs> right. And because it was this person that couldn't take care of themselves found a way to do that then also found a way to be one of the main five or six characters of yeah. like hey yeah it's a new world what who do we need to kill to, to stay alive <laughs> right yeah who, who needs to go in order to make this thing work out for all and i get the whole in even morgan's 
thing, as much as it bo- bothered me, of just mentally unwinding and losing your shit. Yeah. Because he was alone for so long, and all he was doing all day long was killing and clearing. Yeah. I, I didn't have that is much of an issue. I did get really bored with his constant berating other people for killing. Right. But Carol thing just seemed not authentic at no. all. Yeah, it was totally... It just totally felt like the writers said, well, let's do this. Hey, let's do this. Yeah, and stop it. Okay, <laughs> stop the... Oh, we got captured because we're not paying attention again. Or, oh, no shit. Or, no, who this week doesn't want to kill? I literally said that in my head. <laughs> the ad should be, tune into The Walking Dead and find out who doesn't want to kill anymore and who <laughs> right. gets captured. Yeah. Yeah, it was... It was That was my, that was the biggest frustration I had was the whole Carol... Uh, whipping out thing. I was just like, Oof. really? Come on. This is, and then her all, you know, leaving, you know, whatever. And then her basically willing to like, willing to die. You know, it's like, come on, Carol. That's not Carol. That's, that's you. you this is like bizarro Carol here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. Rewind Carol. Yeah. Let's, Throwback let's, Carol. Let's do, let's, let's do this over with. This is a bad dream because this is just not right. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I did like though, though, where Carol, it's almost like Carol, that last episode, Carol and Rick, I mean, Carol and Morgan, Morgan almost flip flop, you know, where Morgan is forced to find, you know, to finally kill. That's the, right. o- the only his only option, you right? Know? So uh, I thought I that loved was- how that episode ended with him found your horse, <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you I, guess I, those guys are uh, from the hilltop, perhaps there, or or somebody suggested. I think that's a new group. Yeah, I think there's another group, uh, and I haven't read this far in the comics because yet. they seem to be very able to take care of themselves which hilltop is yeah and they're really they're almost you know there's a there's a group called and they're um, the quote unquote they look the, like the good guys yeah the kingdom yeah there's this group called they call themselves the kingdom and they're almost like knights they armor up uh with you know whatever they do was wearing you know motorcycle well that's you know, apparel, yeah. whatever and and i thought that would be interesting to because i do i do think that the okay it's rick and the group first another group each season is gonna get a little like there needs. I was thinking about that I, before that came on. I was like, man, it really needs to be like a third or fourth thing in here to throw a different dynamic at it, as opposed to okay, it's Rick versus the governor. It's Rick versus right. dude. It's Rick versus the first Negan. Um, to, in, in something in there, to, a third and fourth party to shake it up. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and there is. I mean, in the comics. There's, there's different groups they ran into and they're they're all not bad there's some of them that are good right um and i think the kingdom is one of those is one of the good one of the good groups and i think that's i think that's who we're slightly being introduced to here at the very end of of season six is the folks from the kingdom so i could i couldn't get the end the ending scene the one thing i was having a really difficult time with was is rick losing his shit during that scene because he's Sort of teared up. He's shaking. He never says a word. I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, and he just is looking. And I couldn't tell if the look that he has on Negan the whole time is pure rage or total give up. Like I didn't know what he was going for there. I think it's exasperation more than anything. Like, like here, here you know, we found ourselves in this right. Of uh, you know, uh, meet you know, I I'm I failed. It's kind of a failure exasperation deal. You know, I right. failed to get Maggie to the doctor. Uh, we've 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 let ourselves fall into a trap. 
uh, were all captured. Uh, it's just kind of a, I think it's just kind of a failure. I don't necessarily if it's just a total give up, but more than an exasperation. And they too, you know, they were running with, you know, carrying Maggie on a gurney. So they're all just, they're tired too. They're just wore, you know, wore out. So you have no, no, you know, you no strength left, you know, and you're, you see, you run into a trap, you're outgunned and you're outmanned and you know, what the fuck do you do? You know? So I did think though that, <clears throat> And I get it. Maggie's been there a long time. They all love Maggie. But Rick's mantra of, <laughs> I take no chances now. Yes. Yeah, exactly. That exactly. That's, another, that's the other thing. He, not only was he taking chances, he put all of their best people in harm's way mm-hmm. for Maggie. And I get it. But the... the, the, the Why not few, just go out with a couple people and bring the doctor back there? Yes. Or... <laughs> I take no chances, Maggie. We love you, but we cannot risk the safety of everyone in this town right. for you. Right. I thought that would have been a pretty well, cool story element. That and the whole, how many people are going to go after freaking Carol? You know, she left on her own accord. You know, okay, maybe I get, maybe uh, Daryl goes out for her, but Juan is there. Then everybody goes after Daryl. Come on, people. And then they all. You know, there's another group out there. You know that the freaking. You just got your one of your characters <laughs> killed last week. Right. You know, the head. saviors are still out there. You can't think that you're not that dumb enough to, to believe that, oh, we got them all in the last one. You know? And so they all go amateur hour. Yeah. Right. Daryl, right. I'm going to go up there and do my thing and right. hey we gotta go with Daryl and so they all get captured yeah and then um, and okay another thing on the speaking of Daryl whole thing of him getting captured okay he's supposed to be this super tracker guy out there in the woods you know yeah he's a you know the super redneck tracker guy that you know and hunter and all that and yet fucking the you know uh uh, burn face dude, <laughs> you know, comes up on him from behind him, you know, and shoot, then shoots him in the shoulder. Come on, really? You know, I know it's all for the plot. It's all, but it seems so contrived. But they all like. I feel like they. It's it's almost a little bit of a get up on the setup on a give up on the setup on this because they have to make them look so stupid to be in in jeopardy. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have to make stupid mistake after stupid mistake and now they're all in jeopardy they're all flung all, all over the place now you've got morgan and carol off doing their thing <laughs> right. where's carol at now morgan's yeah. with these dudes um you know seven or so of our main characters are lined up on their knees one of them gets beat to death right um unless they don't make this series of stupid mistakes like that's they can't figure out how to further the plot i figure i feel like these writers are smart enough to to find a way to put them in jeopardy or something happen where they don't have to be idiots to do it like the country rube oh my god how did i get oh oh shit that and it speaks to of 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 negan's group you know okay obviously we see in this final episode here we see he's got a lot of numbers you know he's got a huge army of dudes you know out there because the and then but yet huge 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 but how does okay if he's got that many people and he gets attacked don't you think he would like send out like you know scouts or send out some of these people in small groups to grow okay who go find out who find the people that attacked us it's not you know alexandria is obviously not that far away that they can make an rv trip in a day to to uh, less than a day to, to get to get to where the, this hilltop and get to where the saviors were, so 
you know, it's not it's not out of their realm, not out of their scope. They should know where Alexandria is, or at least be able to find it reasonably quick. Why not send the people out, find out where they are, then send a massive amount of dudes to Alexandria to try and take it over? That would have been a better scene to me of because Negan. Because Rick not- takes chances. Oh wait a minute, no, he doesn't take chances. <laughs> right. I can't remember which one he does or doesn't right, do. Right, right, right. Yeah, it was totally that that those two things: the Carol thing, and then the, the when they kept the roadblock after roadblock in every single time like if they would have just attacked that first roadblock there's only like five or six of them there <laughs> right, yeah they're gonna take them yeah. taking them easily then they go to the next one and he counts rick counts 16 they go to the next one there's like 40 dudes there <laughs> right yeah you were going the wrong way <laughs> right yeah i think you're going to their stronghold there yeah and then they always know where they are you know you know yeah. and they set up this elaborate trap basically to try to bring them in you know and there's those zombie the zombie uh, red rover is what dude comes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. got takes a lot of manpower to set up a red rover like this. <laughs> right. I love that dude, Eugene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He kind of manned up, and then he, of course, then he gets captured. <laughs> yeah, and then um, he's you know, they pull in. There's the RV. I'm like, oh, Eugene, dumbass, <laughs> stupid, stupid, stupid. Right. Um. So, who's your guess on who gets uh, Lucille? Uh, I think. It's not it's not the sexy choice or whatever, but I think they're following the comic. I think there really is, and it's Glenn. Uh, and in the, the all signs point to it. Yeah, uh, that it's that it's Glenn. And uh, the the biggest telling ones, I think, obviously there is a there is out there on the internet if you want to go search for it, folks. There's a um, where somebody has slowed down, taken the audio and isolated it from that final scene, and you hear. Uh, amidst the whatever the dramatic music and the sound effects and all that, and you hear Maggie shout Glenn, you hear um, um, Carl say no, but you hear then you hear Abraham shout Glenn mm-hmm. uh, right before the bat squishes squishy sounds hit. Um, so and then the biggest evidence that it's him is Stephen Yoon who plays Glenn. Uh, his contract is up. And his uh, his contract expired at the end of season six. He's off filming something right now uh, when they will be getting ready to start shooting for season seven. So he's not. I think he's even in the country. I think it's like a, a movie he's doing overseas. And um, there's a lot of foreshadowing about Glenn. Remember, if you go back to the Terminus episode, who was about to, who was our, from our heroes from our cast was about to get the bat in the back of the head. Before they, before it was stopped, before the someone came in and said, "Hey, what do you blah, 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 start right. talking to him?" Dude swung back, and it was Glenn. So there was a foreshadowing there of you know of Glenn getting the bat, and they think that's a foreshadowing to the comic of he eventually then dies at the hands of Lucy at the at, at Negan and Lucille. I'm okay with Glenn. I if they switched it up, they could do Maggie. Yeah. I thought it was gonna like flip flop it. Yeah, my first. Uh, inclination <clears throat> and I did read something about the calling her calling out Glenn but that could be her calling out for him if she was going to be hit going to be the person get hit right but uh in her, yeah, there is all that but they have tried to keep people guessing and switcheroo stuff right and if he dies he dies but I think it should be Glenn or Maggie um I was a little I don't ir- not irritate is not the right word, but I mean she's been basically absent from most of the storyline, with the exception of her and Carol getting captured. Yeah. Um, 
Which I thought that episode was a strong episode. No, I love yeah. that episode. Yeah. I thought yeah. that was great. And Maggie's character was... was How they basically saw their doppelgangers in yeah. there. You know. mm-hmm. And I, I, I thought that that was a super interesting uh, way to set that episode up because they were... It was them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They were looking, basically looking at, at mirror images, at mirror inju- yeah. you know, and having to decide like they're they're us. They're just on the other side. Yeah. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed that, but I would be okay with her being gone because I feel like she's been sort of mostly gone for this season anyway. My my only rationale of that, I don't think it would be any of the women. I don't think it would be Michonne or Maggie. Uh, killed because just from sheer logical from the logical standpoint those are a lot of dudes out there and there's not that many women so why kill a woman you know right. and they're both you know attractive you know women type so I was like mm, I don't see Negan killing a woman and if people know the comics know that that's kind of he has some type of crazy of a manacle and murderer as he is that he has a thing about protecting women so I don't mm-hmm. don't don't think it would be them uh, you know it's not Rick or Carl because he tells you know them if you know basically cut Carl's other eye out, right. and feed it to Rick. You know right. uh, if they if they move, so you know it's not them. Um, and uh, the other ones, you know, the ones you'd like it to be, perhaps like Aaron. That's I think that's too easy. You know, he's a minor, more of a minor character. Right. You know, and he's a, and plus he's the gay, you know, one of the few gay characters. So why kill him? Uh, it's probably not Eugene because he's interesting and you know well I think I think that it's not Eugene because he's the comic relief of the show and yeah. that is if you look at any drama since Shakespeare that he was the kind of the one that built this comic relief yeah you have to have some type of juxtaposition to show like if it's just violent 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 you have to have something that's on the other side of that as a little bit of a breather type deal and he does his scenes are perfect for that. Yeah. Him and, then of course, Abraham's lines are always usually funny, Right, so. right. Um, and, oh, there are Sasha's there, too, but I don't think, again, the whole woman thing applies to her, so I don't think it's her. I'm okay with it. it Glenn has been okay of a character for me. I thought he'd be long dead. The one that's scary is Daryl. That, you know, would they... If Daryl dies, we, we riot. riot. Right, exactly. But Daryl's in bad shape. Uh, he's got that major gunshot wound to the shoulder. So he's standing there, you know, kind of bleeding and and in bad shape. And you take out a major character like Daryl, a fan favorite love love character. You know, he can't really just die by eating by a walker. Or, you know, it's got to be a very dramatic death. Right. You know, I almost feel like if it, if they killed Daryl or if they killed Rick, it would have they'd have to go out in a blaze of glory. Yeah, like they would sacrifice themselves mm. for the better of the group. Right. Yeah. Like there'd have to be something. More than for the greater good type of thing, right? Yeah. Right, where they kind of went out on their choose, own choose, terms, right? Choose it, yeah. Um, chose it. So yeah, I mean, kill Glenn, kill yeah. Maggie. I'm okay. <laughs> I, I think I think what you know I think because it's been foreshadowed, all the evidence points to Glenn. Yeah. I think I think that makes as much as I love Glenn and I don't I don't want him to go. Uh, I think it makes the most sense that it's Glenn. Yeah. And 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 I think um God, one of the things I read was talking about Glenn's close or uh, uh, close call was he dead or not thing right that was a test or something you know? well yeah. did, and also as a way to everybody sort of knows what's coming down the road to really throw everybody off like are they gonna quote unquote kill him twice right you know um and maybe that's they did that so that you think they won't kill him at the end of the season right um are you off yeah I, I don't know but. Uh, 
dude, I thoroughly fucking enjoyed the second half of the season. Yeah. And Negan's going, you know, supposedly, you know, in the comics, he's he is a major player, major a uh, fan. I say a favorite, you know, he's a bad guy, so you, but he's one of the people that love him to hate him type of right. things, you know, that and he that he plays a fairly major role in the comics. So, you know, he's going to be around. I mean, maybe like an all-season seven type of thing. You know? Oh, for sure. Well, the yeah. governor was around for two seasons. How right. can they yeah. – the build, this big build-up to Negan, a whole season building up to him, and he's out next season? I, I, I would – Yeah, you would think it would, you know, is you know probably season seven ends with some type of major conflict between our, our heroes and, and Negan. So – and then it's resolved some, probably in season eight. But good lord, they could run this show forever. You know, we're only uh, the comics. There's a hundred and what is it like a hundred and sixty, hundred seventy comics. If they can keep the quality and the intensity, and don't lose sight of the characters, right? As well as yeah, I would watch another ten seasons. Yeah, and and that's all in their hands. Um, I think they're in control of their own destiny. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how. Once they get to the point, you know, when they catch up with Kirkman's uh, comic writing, you know, where it will be and how, you know, and how if Kirkman still keeps on his schedule with the comics, you know, how, when's the point of when they meet each other, you know? At what I wonder point? how much money he's making off of all this. It's got to be doing pretty well, I would think. Yeah. Yeah. He's, making, he's probably very comfortable. I'm, <laughs> jeal- comfortable I'm jealous a little bit. <laughs> right, yeah. Very comfortable uh, living dude is, you know. And he's, he, he's, uh, he's a funny, witty, smart dude. You know, he's funny when he's on the Talking Dead. Like he was on this lat, uh, at the at the end of season six, the finale. There, it was him on the couch. It was uh, Kirkman, the showrunner Scott Gimple, and then uh, um, uh, Daryl. Um, why am I drawing a blank on Daryl's character? Norman Reedus. Yeah. Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus was there. And like every time they say his full name, either on the Talking Dead or in the show, Daryl Dixon. That's all I can think about is dude we used to work with. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that, so I'm that pretty, Daryl Dixon. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm pretty pumped, man. I think uh, I was worried that this season would be kind of a little bit of a downfall for them. I, the first half I had a lot of issues with, and I felt like I the that emotionality connected connectivity to the uh, characters was backing off quite a bit for me. And like, okay. Um, but super intense. I thought it was re- the writing was really well done. I didn't have any issues. I I love this is the I think one of the genius things of this show. They take a minor character like um, I can't remember her name. The, who was their quote unquote doctor for a while? Denise. Denise. Yeah. Take pluck her from obscurity within the cast. Yeah. Make her a focus. Everybody starts liking her. She's getting their yeah, thing she's down. She's a cool character. Cool yeah. character. She has her little, you know, kind of get it moment, you know. And, right. And, you know, it starts, you know, you know. And then and right after she has her get it, <laughs> right. in the head. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right as she says just some, some awesome, you know, has awesome lines and just like, yeah. And then stunk. <laughs> and she has to finish the line with the arrow in her head. Right. Yeah. Um, and, that's no other show does that right (laughs) Right. and that's where i've like that's the oh my god they just did that type of stuff that that fear totally lacks yeah um i was gonna one last thing before we close out have you seen the trailer for rogue one yes yeah the star wars rogue one trailer man yeah 
The Force Awakens, now that it's out, I've watched it twice since it's out. Yeah. And again, like... Do you buy it off of iTunes? Yeah. The, uh... Like, there was a lot of, oh, it's not breaking any ground, and I think we've covered all this, right? Where Star Wars was a ripoff of everything that could be ripped off. Right, yeah. Like, of course it's not breaking new ground. Just repackage. But it's such a... Force Awakens is such an entertaining film to watch. I watched it twice again, and I'm... And we, after seeing it twice at the theater, I was like... Yeah. It's a good show. Good movie. And then... Uh, yeah, so, Rogue One looks cool. Rogue One is... Is it this December it's coming out? Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then it's shortly followed by that. The, there's not that much longer till the other Star Wars, Star Wars. Right, and then the then the Han Solo movies, like after that, the 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 origin of Han Solo type of, type of thing. It, I think that's like 2018, maybe December the 16th is when Rogue One comes out. Right. Um, and then start yeah, uh, Episode Eight is supposed to be. Sometime in... Uh, It'll be next summer, right? 2017? Um, December, it says... December 2017. December 2017. Yeah. And then I think, yeah, and then I think 2018 is supposed to be the Han Solo movie. Good for them. Yeah. Man, they're, yeah, they're going to they're gonna just be cranking on the, on the dollars on... Yeah. Print money on these babies. But I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I actually thought it was... And he would have been skewered if he didn't because of the other movies. But it was it was a faithful adherence to what you like about Star Wars. Right. You know? Yeah, and I, that's why I didn't get so many people's complaints. Some, he would have been stupid of, to try to take it, oh, we're going to go super dark or we're going to go to a different right, direction. Right, new grounds. Or some other people said, oh, it really just didn't. It was kind of the same old remake of Star Wars. You know, it was the same old movie. Well... Okay, not exactly, but it basically, uh, I know what you're trying to say, but you're wrong because that's what that's what he had to do. That's what people demanded. They yeah, demanded have, a real true Star Wars been, movie. They'd have burned his house down. <laughs> right. You you know? Know? <laughs> it'd, been, it'd have been not down and killed because uh, nobody was having that. What I do, what I do hope, I'm <clears throat> hopeful of, is that the next episode is like Empire. It's, it takes that darker tone. Right. Which I think it probably will and then i don't i do not want what i the things i didn't like about return of the jedi which is the you fucking ewoks <laughs> right i don't have any uh freaking puppets and, uh, and stay uh, away from the puppets and the muppets <laughs> and, the, and the uh cute cuddly uh marketing uh, like the first animals, half you know. of uh that of uh return i love yeah, yeah fantastic if you just again you know if you'd left out or had something different than cuddly, cute, cuddly Ewoks. Or I know, cuddly, the, cuddly can bears. you imagine? Cause you know midget, the, midget teddy bears. The <laughs> original uh, thought and idea was going to be a, a battle of the Wookiees. It was going to be on whatever their oh, own yeah, planet Oh, yeah, like is. a Wookiee planet, yeah. That would have been badass. <laughs> right, it would have been, yeah. Yeah, of course, then how many, how many uh, can you find 107-foot-tall actors to, 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 to play I don't care, <laughs> look, look around. But... I feel like the Ewoks was like, how do we make more money off of like selling stuffed animals and action? Fi- I think I feel yeah. like that's it what was, drove that. It decision. was yeah, and, and and you know you know that was the case because then look how he sold out with uh, Phantom Menace. You know, Ugh. you know it was all about catering to the kids. You know, and making 
merchandising money, maximizing merchandising money until telling instead of telling a good story, making a great movie. He already had the merchandising stuff in the bag. Should have just done the cool stuff. People, people would have been buying freaking Star Wars action figure toys from eons out. You know, for the next next century. Did I see who's? Um, I thought that I don't want to say this without. But yeah, Jedi. You know, Jedi was great without if you you know didn't have the Ewoks. It been 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 spectacular. Um, but of course, that leaves makes Empire the best Star Wars movie of all time. Oh sure, but I thought that um, who's directing this? Gareth Edwards. I don't know who that is. Let's see what else he's done. But you know, you can also take the first the uh, prequel. Ugh, uh, he's made some shit. Really. Second trilogy, you could have made that without Jar Jar and edited them together and been a whole lot better, better film. But I thought somehow that Lawrence Kasdan was supposed to come back. Oh, a scriptwriter? Yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Did he? You know, he, is he, isn't he the director of uh, Empire? Uh, I know he had a lot to do with the story, I think, for sure. I don't know if he, if he directed it or not. I'm, I'm not running with my uh, IMDB up. Uh-oh. Thunderstorm's moving in tonight. I know. Um, I'm having a major allergy attack as we speak. Oh, yeah. So you've so you been outside working all day. <laughs> yeah. And yesterday, too. All right. Let me look at uh, Empire. We're building empires. I can't remember if he wrote it or just... The director was Irvin Kirshner. Oh, that's right. And I'm going to look at writers. Uh, writers were Lee Brackett, Lawrence Kasdan, and Lucas. The screenplay was Brackett and Kasdan. And then on uh, Jedi... I was just going to get over here and look at this. Lawrence Kasdan. He wrote the screenplay and... Screenplay by, was Lawrence Kasdan. It was Kasdan. Yeah, he wrote, the, he wrote Force Awakens. Yeah. That plan was good. Yep. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, write them all, dude. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, let's keep on keeping on. We're back the Brinks truck up to his house and keep him writing. Yep, just keep him happy. <laughs> keep Because, yeah, man can tell a good Star Wars story yep so all right man i got it let's we'll check out and see how bad fear sucks tonight yeah i'm gonna watch it uh thursday night confirmed is thursday night the 14th is the return of orphan black season four this starts, thursday yes this thursday well doggy bbc america and there was something i read about them showing it on netflix but i think that's only a netflix uk of after it shows on the channel yeah, what a, some other show did that? Yeah, they right after the the episode would be done, it would be on Netflix like later. Yeah, that'd be cool if they did it that way. But yeah, that yeah, way, that way I wouldn't have to watch because that way I could cancel my cable and not have to have, have freaking BBC <laughs> America because that's a hard channel to find. On, I know. You just can't find it everywhere. You have to almost be up, and you have to almost get one of those packages on a cable that it has a lot of stuff in order to pick that to pick that channel up to have BBC America. It's like, oh man, I love, 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 love Orphan Black, but dang it, it's on a channel that I don't want to have to pay X number of dollars extra. To well, you have, got it. You, you paid know. for eleven fourteen eighty three. You paid like fifty bucks so far. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know. When's my that and then I paid sorry, how long, you know, I had freaking stars just to watch uh you know watch the uh, Evil Dead oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. remake. And know. I still like I really liked it, but I have, still have not found time to get back around to it. I'm like four episodes in. Oh yeah. It's not that many. I think it's seven. Seven or eight, something yeah, like that. Total episodes. But it's I love that show. That's All right. Awesome. Well, we're gonna wrap it up and uh thanks for hanging in there with our hiatus. Yeah, we're back this, and this is our, our regular retur- our return. Not necessarily in full glory, but <laughs> partial glory. This, our morning glory. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we we are up. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Here's to the high hard one. Born again hard.